0: Good morning and happy Friday. Uh, We are here a day late at Train with Fire. We had uh, lots of stuff going on um, with school and outdoor activities. So we are coming in hot today on a Friday morning when it's actually really not that hot out here in central Iowa. Um, I am from the Midwest, um, right smack in the middle of Iowa. And today we are here to talk about. Hormone imbalancing. So this week on Wednesday, I was on uh, WHO's Channel 13, Hello Iowa, and we were talking about the importance of cycle syncing and how cycle syncing can help you balance your hormones. But before we get into cycle syncing and the hormone um, balancing uh, discussion, I want to talk about some signs and symptoms of hormonal imbalances for women. Now, when we think of hormone imbalances in women, we first at least in my past, experiences has jumped right to the discussion of menopause. And menopause is just one small area, actually a large area of where women find themselves in hormonal imbalances. But from what, from my perspective as a personal trainer and running coach, I am seeing um, hormonal imbalances for women starting in their thirties, because women tend to just push, 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 push. Um, They're serving everybody. We're trying to take care of Uh, our jobs. We just have a lot more on our plate these days. It seems like along with everybody else, but it does affect women differently because we are women and we are not small men. We have all these different hormones uh, than men do. And and it affects us differently. We are based off of, if you've listened to other podcasts um, an infradian rhythm, our infradian rhythm lasts is a 28 day cycle on average. And during that time, your hormones fluctuate dramatically. And during those hormonal fluctuations, we tend to become inflamed on the second half of our cycle. So the 28-day cycle, the first half, we're more um, able to get rid of the inflammation more quickly. We recover easier, um, reabsorb Nutrients easier. It's that second half of the cycle after ovulation where the inflammation starts to come up because our hormones are on the rise, and we can feel this especially um, when things drop off at uh, at our PMS days. Those four to seven days before we start our period, and but there are things you can do, and that's why I love cycle syncing because it helps not only you get in touch with your period and your natural rhythm of your body, but it also helps give you a reason to pay more attention to your sleep and your stress and your nutrition and your health, which is what makes up the cycle sinking anyway. So it holds you accountable to yourself. Um, so that's one thing I wanted to start start talking with about the cycle sinking and that uh, little quick note we did, we shared uh, the on Wednesday, on that hello, Iowa segment, I'll share that in the notes here. Um, but we're going to talk about signs and symptoms of hormonal imbalances in women. Okay. Now hormonal imbalances, in women, as I talked about is not just during menopause, right? It can start in your teenage years, um, having extremely, um, bad period cramps, not having your period headaches, um, having extreme bloating, having them at school or work because of cramping, extreme highs and extreme lows. If you already have a mood disorder, such as anxiety or depression or ADD, those things can be exasperated during your high hormone phases um, as those hormones cross over the brain uh, barrier. And that is a whole other discussion to talk about, which is very, is quite interesting. And just imagine if you're a woman that already suffers from depression, anxiety, um, and things like that ADD and then your period is on the way or it's there and your symptoms are out of control and you don't realize recognize the fact you don't put two to two together that it's not just um, your physical things but it's things in your brain too it affects you and just knowing where you're at and if you do suffer from some mental um, disorders that it can exasperate that and so you, maybe it can help you feel like, okay, this is just temporary. Um, so it really does help empower you to think of where this is all coming from. So signs and symptoms of hormonal imbalances. If you are a woman, you're likely to experience them some point in your life. It's a common um, thing as life as stress and nutrition are hard to navigate during different times of our life. You have, if you have little kids, then we start to put all of ourselves into them and we're not sleeping as well. That can increase, um, Inflammation in our body because our sleep is not deep enough to cleanse us and to recover us. Um, So our hormones change constantly. Even a slight imbalance of hormones in the bloodstream can cause side effects with either low progesterone or estrogen dominance. um, And. Other things like that that have to do with your sex hormones, um, other factors such as like sleep, diet, exercise, and hygiene products that we use day to day can also imbalance our hormones. So it's important to know what kind of chemicals are in your products, and also uh, something simple that you can shy away from is plastics. Um, stop drinking out of reuse of recycle of um, plastic water bottles. Find a you know tin, metal, um, aluminum uh, let's stop using those plastic water bottles to drink water out of as they bake out there in the sun and that plastic gets into it. And then our body absorbs it. And that can cause a hormonal imbalance. Also, um, some, as I talked about the infradian rhythm, we have two internal clocks, um, the circadian rhythm is our sleep and wake cycle. And our Freudian rhythm is our hormonal cycle. And we have four of those. We have our menstrual phase, the follicular, ovulatory, and luteal. And as we know, um, those four phases are split into half. So you can split the first half of the month and the second half of your, not necessarily month, but 28 day cycle ish. If you're on a 28 day, um, if you don't know where you're at on your cycle, then start tracking the app I've used. Um, not affiliate for anything like that is clue. I have a free, I just use the free one and it's been very insightful, uh, for me. Um, so download the clue app and start tracking just track. Even if you don't have your period and you're in menopause, you can still track your moods, your, your energy, your sleep, um, your libido, your sex drive, all those kind of things, your work, if you're focused or not all those kind of things. And you'll start to develop in about three months. You can start to see an ebb and flow of your energy. Um, some signs of imbalanced hormones. There are two main hormones that shift our infradian cycle, which is estrogen and progesterone. Okay. Estrogen is dominant hormone in our follicular and ovulatory. So that is at, is the first part, which helps us, gives us energy. We feel energetic, which, um, which is awesome, right? You feel great. That's why you can, that's a good time to schedule meetings and things like that. If you can, we know that we can't always schedule our life around our hormones, but at least you can build awareness and start making changes with that. Um, Then progesterone shifts and becomes the dominant hormone in the second half. And progesterone is known for its calming qualities, which if it's calming, it's going to make us feel more tired and sluggish. And then if there's an upset, when there's an upset in this balance, either high estrogen or low progesterone or both, we begin to see things such as mood swings, irregular periods, cramping, period pain, insomnia, hair loss, low libido, brittle bones, and unexplained weight gain, or yeah, like I said, the inability to lose weight. Um, So progesterone, it has... It's not just for re- reproductive purposes. It plays a vital role in our menstrual health, our mood, and our thyroid. And there are ways you can get tested for this. And we're going to talk about that um, and ways you can increase your progesterone. And then we have also estrogen, which is a main function of our body female for growth. You can be an estrogen dominance. And that's when your ratio between your estrogen and progesterone are not good because we may produce <clears throat> and have an overproduction production of estrogen um, and this can cause insulin and stress imbalances. Um, it can give us poor liver function. it can put us in being overweight. Um, it can also be it, it could be caused also by stress, the birth control pill. Um, if we're already overweight it can, it can exasperate it. Um, eating not healthy foods and genetics can also affect it. And there are ways to decrease estrogen levels. And we're going to talk about that um, here in a moment. So um, when you are a woman, the best thing you can do is to start, if you're starting to feel like something's not right, I'm doing all these things, I have hormonal imbalances. There are some things you can do to improve your hormones. So with progesterone, lower exercise and intensity in your luteal phase. So that would be the second half of your cycle. So this is the cycle syncing thing. Again, if you know your progesterone level is, um, low, you can lower your exercise and intensity during the second half of your period, your, your cycle, you can eat foods that support each phase of your cycle. That's the cycle syncing. That's the foods I'm actually going, um, I have a food list I've put out there before, but I'm have a, um, a healthy, uh, hormone balancing protein shake guide. So you can hit yourself with a good amount of these things that are hormone balancing right away in the morning before you leave or on your way to work. So that is going to be linked here too. So you can download that free guide or cheat sheet, whatever you want to call it. And it'll give you, um, some sample of different protein shakes that will help balance those hormones throughout your cycle. So, and then obviously lower stress. Okay. So lower your stress level, meditation, breath work, et cetera. Um, it's easier said than done. I get that. Cause I'm, that's me totally um, going for a walk without your cell phone after work. Also getting out in the sun in the morning. There's lots of things that we'll talk about in a future podcast about lowering your stress. And then with the estrogen, if you have um, estrogen levels that are low, You losing some weight can help with over with estrogen dominant or with, um, oh, how to decrease your estrogen, sorry, to lower your estrogen. So if you're estrogen dominant, if your estrogen is over the top, then you losing extra weight, managing your blood sugar. So that means eating higher protein meals and eating less meals throughout the day. I was raised on the whole idea of, um, eating small meals throughout the day. Not that I was raised that way, but I had, um, low blood sugar. And so I was uh, always trying to snack throughout the day. And what that does is creates all these insulin spikes. And then that is not going to give you a balanced look. So if you suffer, um, if you're trying to lose weight, um, go to bed, don't eat after dinner, right? So eat your dinner by five or six, go to bed, And then don't eat again until breakfast. And if you're working out before breakfast, make sure you're eating a little bit of something before you work out in the morning to get your metabolism going. And then after that, you have three square meals a day, hitting that protein hard 30 to 40 grams of protein, all the fruits and vegetables on that list um, that goes with where, what phase of the cycle you're in. You also want to manage stress. And you want to eat to support your liver. So all those they call it the brassica family, which would be broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts are great for your liver support. And the liver, what cleanses out all that caffeine, sugar, um, all those kind of things. So those are some signs of hormonal imbalances and um and some things that you can think about um, adding into your life. And we will get more into that into cycle seeking, but The main thing with the hormone imbalance is when you're, what happens with these hormones being high, um, is that we become inflamed. So pretty much the food list and these shakes, um, the, that are nothing, you know, no magic. I'm not selling any type of protein or anything like that. They're just a healthy shake for you to, that includes, um, inflammatory, anti-inflammatory, um, foods that can help manage inflammation during high hormone phases. Um, And actually you don't wait to get in the high hormone phase. You do this before, and it helps by the time you get to that high hormone phase. So the first thing you wanna do is eat an anti-inflammatory diet. And we've heard this is good for anybody, any way, which would be eating a good amount of fruits and vegetables. Fruits, yes, they have sugar in them, but it's natural sugar. It's not the sugar that's in a Twinkie, okay? Um, Healthy fats. A lot of people forget how important fats are. Fats are not going to make you fat. Um, Avocado, fatty fish, nuts, and olive oil. You want to include that with every meal throughout the day. Um, And popular diets like Mediterranean diet. Um, are known for their anti inflammatory properties, but if you look at the Mediterranean diet, it's just a healthy, natural diet. Um, obviously, you know, try to stay away from the greasy foods and the ultra processed, refined carbs, sugary beverages, processed meats, and fried stuff. I'm an 80 20 girl, 80% of the time, I'm eating healthy, and maybe 10 to 20% of the time, I'm gonna have. You know, I'm going to have a cheeseburger and fries on a Friday or Saturday um, when I'm out on a car cruise or something like that, you know, because life is all about balance. And if I'm just, you know, so that's just me. I like to enjoy my life a little bit too. And i like to be realistic. I'm not going to take away your weekly cheeseburger or your glass of wine. Okay. Um, the other important thing we talked about is rest, recover, and de-stress. De-stress is hard to do. And especially when you're in that uh, PMS phase or the beginning of your period, you feel like the life is just on you. If you recognize that and you start to track that in your app, then at least you can know, like, this is just temporary. I know my hormones are just low right now. And I'm, I have my period, you know, so you'll be able to, maybe it's two days before your period, this happens for you. Maybe it's two days into your period, or maybe it's at the end of your period. As I've said before, for Um, for many years before I've started studying and getting a lot deeper into the cycle thinking, I've always called PM. I've always felt feel like I suffered more from post, um, menstrual symptoms, like towards the end of my period, things seem to go a little bit haywire for me. Um, so, but if you take, keep the psychological stress in check, um, it can cause additional inflammation and taking a swim, going for a swim, a walk outside in nature, Um, And not just at night, but in the morning, getting your circadian rhythm, waking up to those weak sleep cycles, getting a good uh, study, um, sleep and wake cycle will also help. And yoga, taking deep breaths, you know, you can't just go do these things all the time, but taking a deep breath in through your nose and out your mouth and just giving yourself a few minutes away from people can just help uh, decrease um, that heart rate and breathing and telling your brain and body, it's okay. I'm safe. Okay. So whatever helps your mind chill out, start trying to figure that out. Cause it's going to help your inflammation. And also a, um, all the studies are pointing to strength training, strength training will also help get rid of the inflammation. It'll help lower your, um, blood pressure. It'll help mitigate your belly fat, especially for those women that are in the perimenopause menopause stage. Um, it also <clears throat> lifting weights helps reduce fatigue and it obviously improves your strength and um, you just have to make sure you just can't lift heavy all the time. There are times you have to allow yourself recovery days and maybe those days are you know leading up to your period, um, which is where when your cycle sinking is where you should because when you' are in that high inflammatory stage, then that's when you will allow more rest and recovery during that time. So heavy strength training, learning to rest and de-stress, and those that nutrition overall eating healthy is going to really help fight and manage that inflammation um, during high hormone phases of your period and um, beyond perimenopause and menopause. So That is what we're going to talk about today. That's where we're at on this for today. Um, I hope that it helps you out. I'm going to put on the um, document here that um, the link to the quick show that I was on on Wednesday and also the link to a healthy hormone quiz. Where are you at with your hormones? So you're getting all the things today and then also a link to those, um, protein shakes that are going to help balance your hormones. So I hope all that helps. If you love this and what you're learning, please like, and share. Um, like I said, I am a teacher full time, um, a health coach, personal trainer on the side and a running coach. And I just loved helping people, um, get to their health in a more simple way. I spend my days and my times, uh, taking classes. I'm taking, uh, getting certification right now in hormone health as a part of my national strength and conditioning, um, personal training, um, renewing my license for that. Um, I'm also working on my RRCA, my Roadrunners Club of America coach level one. So I'm going to come out, uh, by January with some new certs that I really, um, not necessarily, I feel like I need to have to learn. I'm sure there's going to be some pieces that I can pick up from it, But just to uh, let you guys know that I have done the work and you know, what's more important to me than the things behind my name is I know what works for me. I am never going to share something. I'm never going to guide you in a way that does not work. I'm never going to sell you something just to make money. I am going to share things with you that works and it's going to simplify your life because I know how hard it is to be a working full-time mom, being a parent, um, and then trying to take care of your health and, you know, just find this balance in life. So I hope you come back and like all the other podcasters share, like share and join me next time. And don't forget to check those links and share with everybody. Have an awesome weekend. We'll talk soon. Bye.